Welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. I am Charles Lewis, your client results advocate. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 315. As always, we have a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip is make sure your visual appeals to your target audience. Look, if your people are women and they like soft colors, then use soft colors and rounded tones. If you're using men, then you want earth tones and hard colors. Whatever it is, your visual should attract them. SEO tip. All right. Please remember, we are your friendly local neighborhood top, top position, position snatchers. And we're filming live from Houston. Yeah, and our <laughs> mantra is do not be a douche. Do not be a douche. Hey, we've got a good article that we're discussing today. Yeah, man, punch in the face to John. John E. Lincoln, good folks over at Search Engine Marketing. I'm sorry, Search Marketing Land. They posted this article, Seven Proactive Ways to Jumpstart Your SEO Before a Site Launch. Before a Site oh, Launch. Oh, yeah, seven proactive proactive like ways that. to jumpstart your SEO before a site launch. And so we'll dig into that a little bit later. Hey, if you've got some sort of electronic device and you can, and we're pretty sure you do, yeah. and you can tweet, here's what you should tweet. Now, not only that, before I tell you what to tweet, this whenever you're listening or watching, yeah. do it right then. Yeah. Right, That's how we can kind of judge what's really going on. But tweet us in it, at eWeb Results, at Best SEO Podcast. Use hashtag SEO Podcast. This is number 315. That way we can follow you back and do all of our social networking stuff. Hey, uh, if you're, this is the first time you've listened to our podcast, howdy, welcome, uh, glad, glad to you have could join you. us. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've listened to our podcast before, then you understand a couple of things. Why do I have two tier tattoos on my yeah, right, rough right week? Here? Yeah, it's right, rough two weeks, right under my right eye, and uh, and we're about to talk about reviews. So we are running a little kind of game or whatever. If we get Shikos, which is a share, like, or follow uh, in any one of our platforms, and we get 10 of them, and we get a review, then we will actually skip this next section. Uh, this time, we did. We got neither. We don't have a review, and we don't have 10 Shikos. Yeah, we only got like four I counted on Twitter, so. Yeah, so. Let me just preface this, because we probably got a lot of new listeners since yeah. we first initiated that right. contest. Um, several reviews ago, probably we were in the podcast 250-something or another and a couple of them came in and said that we were doing too much self-promotion that we already know how to be reviewed and you guys should skip the section where you tell people how to review you and so we were like okay yeah Yeah, we were like okay we'll do that if we can get 10 shikes or likes or follows right and so that's what we've been doing and today and last week uh, we didn't get that review or 10 engagements socially 10 shikos and so we're bringing you this segment here is the segment. All right, so we do ask that you leave us a review. Uh, there's a number of places that you can leave us a review. One of them has three steps. Yeah. Go on to iTunes, create an account, and write a review. Hopefully, you'll make that review five stars. And when you write that review, go ahead and send us an email, podcast at eWebResults.com. And we will likely read it on air. Pretty much checking guarantee yeah. we will. Uh, next, you can actually go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash eWebResults. You in if you've been on Facebook on any business page, there is a review tab. You will be able to find that review tab and then leave us a five-star review. review. Uh, next, we've made it really easy to get to our G Google My Business review page. Yeah. It used to be G Plus. Used to be G Plus. Used to be now it's currently Google My Business. Yeah. Used to be Google Local, yeah. Google Places. Uh, so the easy way to get there is to go to eWebResults.com slash Google Plus and slash Google. Plus and slash G plus and slash G plus. All of those will take you to really. It's a SERP 
search engine result page, and then up will pop up our review uh, list of reviews, and go ahead and, and add write a, a review. review there. Yeah. And then finally, we've got our Stitcher page. The best way to get to our Stitcher page is to go to ewebresults.com and look for our Stitcher link. Click the Stitcher logo, and then as soon as you get the Stitchers at the upper right corner, click write a review. Make that five stars. We really appreciate it. And hey, if you've got a blog or something, make sure you uh, can kind of reference us uh, and and send a link, uh, give us some link juice back to yeah. our website. Hey, uh, speaking of Shikos, which we spoke about, we do mm-hmm. want 10 of those and a review so we can skip at least the review section. And uh, there are lots of ways you can connect with us. I don't know, facebook.com slash results, youtube.com slash results, twitter.com slash results, and instagram.com slash results, and then finally linkedin.com slash company slash results. All of those are ways will take you to a page where you can psycho us. Yes. Please do that. Hey, if you're a PHP genius or a WordPress guru, we're probably looking for you. Give us a call, 713-510-7846. When you get to that phone number, you will be asked to leave an audio resume, which is kind of a nifty thing, so check it out. If you would like a free comprehensive website analysis, again, go to ewebresults.com. You will find the link, and you can leave it. Uh, I'll actually give you a call. We'll talk about what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, and then we'll run that website, comprehensive website analysis for you. And now it's time for the favorite segment of the show, the algorithm cataclysm. <laughs> All right, that was good. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, so this algo cat is um, it's pretty important. It's definitely not you know nine points on the Richter scale, right, but right. it's definitely more than the two or three we've been having. So remember mobile getting right. When that happened last year and everybody was in a panic and it really wasn't as big as what we thought it was going to be. But what Google did come out and say the other day and they said these changes will be rolling out in May is that they are, and I quote, uh, strengthening the mobile friendly ranking signal. The goal is to help our users find even more pages that are more relevant and more friendly. What does that mean? That means if you haven't necessarily moved over to a responsive design or you maybe you're not using any um, AMPs, those accelerated mobile pages or any of that stuff like that, then you probably should. And you should hurry up and get it done. Uh, mobile is the way to go. Mobile is is gradually taking over all search and Google is understanding that. And so they're placing a higher focus on returning results that are more mobile friendly. Make your site mobile friendly. Make it mobile friendly. All right, so I've got um, a little bit of news here. Yeah, that's some news also. All right, so um, Google just is kind of giving reports about the current status of people using encryption SSL. Mm-hmm. 75% of requests to Google are encrypted. That's pretty interesting. Only 10% of Android phones are encrypted. And what I thought was interesting about that... Only 10% of... Really? Yeah. And what I thought was interesting about that is they just prefaced that with the fact that that will change quickly because... Cell phone devices last about 48 months, and so by the time they get the new ones, the new ones will have that incorporated. And so, that's so who's using an Android device that doesn't have a Gmail account set up? So, um, what I think what they're talking about, one of the issues is Google Maps, and then I think in general, having you know, this whole iPhone versus the FBI, mm-hmm. your, your uh, Android is not encrypted like the iPhone by default. Mm. I think that's what it's referring to, but you know, there's 
I mean, so I thought their encryption data was coming merely from people who were logged in and they were protecting other type of data, which they are. But you're referring to something a little bit different where you don't necessarily need to be in general. In general, yeah, yeah. So, so it's uh, it's interesting that they're publishing that. Um, I thought this was just interesting. Just getting ahead of it because Apple and and FBI are already going through it, so it makes sense for them to just. This is where we at. Yeah, we'll throw it out there. <laughs> and just so you guys know. Yeah. Exactly. I thought this was fun. This was cool. A college student, Amos Dudley. Prince's braces? That Prince's guy? own braces. I, I that, saw that. How I cool is that? Look. Yeah. Hey, shout awesome. out to him. Give me the, tell me how to do it. <laughs> uh, and then I thought this was interesting. The FBI warns that, yes, in fact, your cars can could be hacked. We know that. We've reported that here. Uh, and to be mindful of it. And really, all they said is just like they say about any, like, really what we would say about your WordPress site. Make sure it's up to date. Make sure you know who has credentials. <laughs> I mean, literally, like, who yeah. has access to your car? Don't install uh, plugins, updates to your car. Exactly. That you know what they're doing. Get them um, from the dealership. Do yeah. not get them from some random guy who can... Yeah, do something. Yeah, like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this was funny. So apparently Mark Zuckerberg went jogging in Beijing, and most of the comments from people in China who have who are using VPNs to get to Facebook to begin with, interestingly, are, uh, are along the lines of, why wasn't he wearing a mask with all the pollution there in Beijing? And somebody said, Mark goes to Beijing, decides to go running. Mark doesn't wear a mask. Comes back to the U.S. with lung cancer. <laughs> Don't be like Mark. Wear your mask. <laughs> Why not turn it to an ad about how bad the environment is? <laughs> That's pretty pretty hilarious. And then I thought you, you shared a story with me about um, one of our prospects or clients who who was trying to figure out where to leave a G plus. Oh yeah, I'm gonna give a punch in the it face, was, yeah. man. Punch in the face to you, Chad Touche, and the yeah. good folks over at Memorial Landscaping. And so he's part of my BNI group, and uh, he caught me this past Wednesday after BNI. Yeah. He's like, man, I, I checked out podcast, you know, three fourteen. I was like, cool, you're up to date. That's more than most people. Yeah. And then he says, man, I was gonna leave you a review, and then I forgot, but then I remembered. All I had to go was to eWordResults.com slash G plus, <laughs> and then I could find it. And so just to hear uh, not only in a client, but really just overall cool guy yeah. who's a podcast fan, remember that yeah. kind of puts our whole contest back into perspective, yeah. right? And it's the reason why we do that, to yeah. get that type of result. Yeah. And so, yeah, cool. punch in the face to Chad and the good folks over at Memorial Hopefully Landscaping. we'll be reading his review next time. Yeah. <laughs> so I got some news also. Right. So so dig this. All my Instagram people out there, you know, tweet us if you're an Instagram user. Instagram.com slash eWeb results. Yep. So they're introducing, yeah. Uh-oh. Algorithm-based feed, right? And so they say... Uh, people miss around 70% of all the posts in their feed on average. And so an algorithm-based feed would help remedy that by showing people more of the top posts they would have otherwise missed. The content will be ordered based off of how likely you'll be interested in it, the relationship you have with the person posting it, or the timeliness of the post. So from that perspective, I can kind of get it, similar to the way Facebook works, but at the same time, I feel like it's going to present the same challenge. Twitter just introduced this too. Well, Twitter introduced it, but then made it optional. You can go see your regular live stream or you can see this kind of algorithm-based stream. With Facebook, you had that option. And unfortunately, you end up seeing, you know, I see see out of the 100% of the posts I look at, 
70 percent of them are from the same people three people five people you're 10 tops yeah, right you may, you may be more diverse because you're actually engaging with more people yeah. in, through your facebook account yeah and so i'm like man this is not what i want to happen on instagram on instagram i look forward to seeing all kind of random posts that's when i'm following all these random people and so to you for instagram to say you know what charles these are the ones we think you really want to see that's kind of douchey and i yeah. appreciate it if you give me the option Kind of like Twitter did. Some more news. Um, so, Bing. Remember, so Google made some changes to the SERP, right? Remember, we talked about this on 313 where you could go and search for animal noises right, and right, see yeah, them in a the carousel. Right. Bing took it a step further. By the way, I got to throw this one out there. That is a, I don't know. Elephant? Elephant. Okay. <laughs> like not many people can do an elephant. elephant. Just, yeah. My kids love it. They like me to do it in public places. Yeah, do, the <laughs> do the elephant. Like right uh, now? No, uh, no. We're in court. <laughs> Come on, we're eating. <laughs> so Bing improves its math skills with interactive times tables, a geometry calculator, and more. The new interactive answers are attached to searches for multiplication table or times table you do a geo a geometry related search and then you actually get a function graph and a number converter and all kinds of stuff that'll show up in a kind of a knowledge graph type situation where you can use yeah. it right then cool where was this stuff at when i was yeah. in school yeah like how awesome would it have been to just go to my watch and say yeah. you know x minus polynomial <laughs> graph of centipede Exactly, <laughs> and then and then click show on my device and had the answer pop up on my yeah. screen. That would have been cool. So you know that's what's up, and that's my news. Excellent. Well, that is the potatoes of our podcast. It is time to get into the meat. And so, like we said, punch in the face to John E. Lincoln, good guys over at Search Marketing Land, posted Search Engine Marketing Land, posted this article: Seven Proactive Ways to Jumpstart Your Site, Jumpstart Your SEO Before a Site Launch. Right. Let's talk about this for a minute. You talking about these are tips to do prior to launching your site. Right. So usually when you're going down a site launch process, you're designing, you're doing this, you're doing that. And you're really focused on the design and getting this great site up. And what John is suggesting that here's some tips you can do for your SEO to help your SEO prior to your site going live. Let's dig right in. He starts off by saying, way too often when website owners fail to do pre-launch SEO, this results in a poor index of their site. So instead of jumping up in the rankings, their site is ignored by Google and other search engines and buried deep in the results. They then are stuck with a long climb, even in many cases for their branded terms. He's absolutely right. Right at the end of the day, you need to do something prior to your site going live, so that way Google is kind of aware uh, that you even here, so you can at least reduce the, the the steepness of the uphill climb. Right at the end of the day, it's a brand new site, and so there is going to be an uphill climb, especially in a competitive industry. It just is what it is. Yeah. So number one, one, he says, uh, create a coming soon page and optimize the basics. Great point. He says, uh, creating a strong, optimized, coming soon page could be one of the very first things you should do as you contemplate your new website. Um, and then he gave us some reasons. And first I'll say, you're correct. Right? You want to get out of the sandbox. So if you had a domain name, ain't no need in letting it sit at GoDaddy's hosted splash page. Yeah. Go ahead and put you up Ooh. a site. Put you up a coming soon page. Mm -hmm. And definitely... Have that page published and active. I and totally agree with like that. Internet marketing website coming soon. soon. Exactly. If you want to get a keyword in there, he's going to go into some of that yeah, stuff on yeah. there. So his first one in regards to creating a coming soon page, he says uh, search engines give older sites more authority. 
He's right. I, I think this is true, especially in cases where there's not much quality content. Because I've seen cases where you can come with a new site and if just the existing results kind of suck and aren't relevant, then your brand new site can outrank them pretty quickly. Uh, but he also says, number two, uh, your coming soon page should be a source of leads. It could be. Right at the end of the day, it's a brand new site, so it's not much like traffic. It to, yeah, yeah. I love it too. <laughs> but if I'd it's also a love new... to just throw up a random e-commerce website and, and have lots of people go there and buy stuff. Exactly, it's not going to happen. I don't care what you have in place. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. You have to build it and work on it and tweak it and prune it and tweak it and prune it and rinse it and water it. Yeah, and and, and then they and will then eventually. <laughs> And then they will eventually come. And so I'll say this. Uh, it could be a source of leads depending on your brand. Right. So maybe maybe you're a service provider. Right. And you had these trucks going around with your URL on there, Already. even though your site's not there. Yeah. Then maybe you put up a site, you put a small form on this site. Yeah. And yeah, it probably could generate some some local leads. He says uh, you can begin to connect with users even without a full site. What he's saying is add some social commentary yeah. to your site. So, again, we're talking about a coming soon page name, like Chris said, target phrase and what you do, short form. And yeah, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook links, YouTube links, things like that. So people can. Connect with you socially. Absolutely. I totally agree with point number one, though. Creating a coming soon page is definitely better than waiting, than waiting, waiting or not doing nothing at all. Number, number two. two, he says, build out all your social media profiles. He says it's absolutely critical to start building your social media community before your site launches. He says you may want to make sure that you already have a loyal following who is invested in your business when the launch happens. <laughs> Um, hmm, about all that. Yeah, yeah. Loyal following is a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about social media here. I think it is key to get some likes, though, get some social engagement. Uh, you're just not going to have a loyal following with a brand new company and a brand new site. Yeah. Just don't work that way. But getting that social on there is important. Building those profiles and, and getting all your information of bios and web addresses and things like that um, is extremely important. And more important than all of that, actually being social yeah. on those so when people do click then you're engaging you're engaging them. and you yeah. kind of increase those chances of, of getting loyal followers out of that number three he says um i don't know about this one he says get at least 10 blog posts ready and he's talking about prior to mm-hmm. launch so he wants to launch with 10 blog posts he matter of fact he says web callers will be visiting your site to index it right away and you want them to have plenty of information rich content to index from day one interesting is this, is this perspective a, a blog only site well so yeah. no he's gonna talk about regular page content okay. at point four which made me disagree with point yeah. three some mm-hmm. i understand about having blog posts ready it makes sense to have content ready maybe one or two but one of the things we've noticed especially from a blog hang perspective yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be more value to just launch your site and then every period you know periodically every week every two weeks first and 15 whatever publishing schedule you're comfortable with Posting those blogs. Yeah, yeah. Now, I will say they need to be fully optimized and have the right character length and have the right supporting media and video yeah. and everything else. But I wouldn't say it's entirely necessary to have them ready at the time of site Maybe launch. have the schedule exactly. ready. I mean, that's, yeah, I could go with that. Have a schedule Have the schedule ready. ready. Know yeah. what you're going to post and stick to it. Yeah. Stick to it. But but we've seen value in dripping out posts over the course of 90 days yep. versus Posting them all at once. Yep. 
there's also value in going back and revisiting. You know, Charles Ooh, was talking about cutting and trimming and watering and feeding and trimming. So going back to existing pages mm-hmm. and or posts and, and augmenting that information, there's value there. Number four. Four. He says, uh, create all your pages and make sure they're optimized. He says you need multiple pages within your site and each must be optimized. Include long form, high authority content that your target visitors will use on each page. Don't reinvent the wheel from page to page. Instead, make sure each page is focused and useful. I agree. Yeah. Right. If you're going to launch and you have some time, go ahead and, and optimize your, your static content, your about us, your services, your products, those kind of main target pages, your AC repair page, your water heater replacement page, whatever core pages you have. Yeah. Optimize those, but I will say this, and it kind of along my same logic with the blog post, there's value in constant updates. Yeah, there, there really is. It, when what we've seen is usually with the new site launch, for example, if your coding is great, like you, you chosen a, a, a well-designed WordPress <laughs> theme or whatever you're using, maybe it's one of ours, we've custom coded for you, right. um, so it's mobile-friendly, it loads fast, the content renders correctly, then that alone... That alone is going to earn the respect of the search engines and move you higher. Yeah. Then you have great content on there that is going to help. Then over the course of the next, I don't know, three to six months, you begin optimizing these pages, going back in, adding links, changing images, dripping those blog posts we're talking about. You'll see your site get indexed faster and it'll move up higher in the rankings. Yep. And we've just got data to support that. Number five. Five. He says, guess blog to build links to your domain name. So, I don't know about this one either. Uh, mainly because I, I get guest blogging. Yeah. I think there's value in guest blogging, Absolutely. but when we're talking about a new site, who wants to let a new site owner guest blog? I'm not. And so, so I'm just not sure that as a new site, this is pre-launch, you even have the 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 breadth or the, or the, the expertise the clout. to the yeah. clout, thank yeah. you, to be <laughs> guest blogging somewhere. Yeah. And so, so I would say I would say if you provide a local service, here's a better way to build links for your new site, right? Rather than chasing after some guest blog that you probably won't get. Um, if you provide a local service, let's say you are a, a plumber or AC guy, electrician or something like that in your local area, uh, then host an event. Yeah. Host an event. Invite some local media. Make it a big deal. Give away something free. That's how you get some free press. And if that, uh, they'll they'll likely link to you from a you know a pretty prominent name in your area. That's relevant. Best way to build links for a local business at startup. Yeah, that's a pro tip. Uh, number six. Six. He says put your site in key niche directories. Right. He says by getting your website listed in the right ones before launch, you'll have built authority to your coming soon page that will be transferred to the rest of your pages when they go live. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, once the domain name's active, there is an actual place people can go visit. Um, yeah, go submit to the directories. He mentioned key directories. I'll I'll, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. Use an agency, right, or or use something like Mars Local or Yext or Bright Local or right. something like that, and then just submit to all the directories with the same name, address, and phone information. That way, all that's consistent, all that's done, all that's the same exact way, and you don't have any problems. No doubts. Definitely. Number seven. 
Seven. And this is his last one. He says, sign up for course sites. So number six was submit to some directories. Number seven was sign up for course sites. And the course sites he mentioned was um, G+, Yelp, uh, Best of the Web, and Bing Places. And then he also says that those are not limited to just those. But what I really think he's saying, or what I'd rather say, is not necessarily sign up for course sites because, frankly... All of those would have been included in the directories you submitted in the yeah. previous step. But what they should I, have been before the previous step, really. Yeah. But what I would say is go back and spend time and optimize those key directories. Yep. Right? So while you sent all of them the correct name, address, and phone, you need to go back to G+. You need to go back to Yelp, Bing, Yahoo, even Facebook, and really optimize those pages. Make sure the categories are there. Add those images. Add that description. Add that bio. Go and add those supporting links. Like, build those profiles out as much as you can because those are the core ones. And another pro tip, if you are a local business, like the ones we are given earlier, complete that Foursquare profile also because Foursquare is all about local search and it it makes deals. Last pro tip for you guys. If you're a restaurant or entertainment venue or something like that, I don't know if I want to give y'all this free. Add TripAdvisor to your link. Mm. Huge PR link. They'll come back to you. More importantly, as people begin to visit your local area and they're looking for something to do, guess what's going to show? TripAdvisor. Your company. Yep. Pro tip. So at the end of the day, um, great article. I dig it. Seven proactive tips to jumpstart your SEO uh, before a site launch. And again, what he was trying to say is there are things you can do. Right at the end of the day, before you launch a new site, don't just wait till it's done. Then point your domain name and allow you launch this great site with all this great content and it's not being ranked. There are some things you can do ahead of time, like building a few links, like getting your directory submitted, like getting some of your social engagement already mm-hmm. going on this existing domain name. One more pro tip for you guys. If you're going to do this coming soon page and have all of that stuff on there, go ahead and get your remarketing script added. And so that way, when people hit that page, they can at least get on your audience list. And when you do launch and maybe you put some paid campaign behind it, now you got a whole new list of people who've already visited your site who will be (coughs) glad to come see the new site, frankly. They probably click the ad more because they'll remember last time they was there was a splash page. Yep. Seven yeah. proactive ways to jumpstart your SEO before a site launch. Punch in the face to you, John E. Lincoln. A decent article. Cool. And and just so you know, our standard is we actually always include Facebook and uh, Google uh, for remarketing. Oh yeah. Script. Include both. Yeah, of them. with all site launches, even if we're even if you're not on a paid campaign with us, and you have no intention. Yeah, we're going to add the remarketing we list. Want the audience just because you might. Yep. <laughs> later. Or I could eventually convince you that you should, and then we'll have the numbers there to do it. Get started. Um, Do we have any what news? Um, Do I have any what news? I do not have any what news. We do not have any what news. All right. Well, so uh, that wraps up the meat of our podcast. If you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet. The internet. Call eWeb Results for increased revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713-592-6724. If you have a referral, somebody who's interested in some aspect of internet marketing, that's from uh, just the website design, social media, search engine optimization, pay-per-click, newsletter management, whatever it may be, uh, you send them to us, they pay their bill, we pay you. That's our referral program. Please remember, this was filmed live at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Texas, 77092. Uh, The transcript and the video and the audio of this podcast are available on our website. 
And that is, again, eWebResults.com. Hey, you guys have made us the most popular internet marketing podcast ever ever in the known universe, etc. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Thank you guys for interacting with us, writing us reviews, linking to our website. Um, all of that helps us. Thank you for all those who caught up. Yeah. Right. To talk to a, a, a fan and they're like, bro, I'm on 314. Like, that's um, awesome. Yeah. That, that's just really a good feeling. All right. So thank you guys very much. Uh, Y'all come back now. You <laughs> Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. It's Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Check, balance check, uh, 315. Uh, uh, SEO podcast, 315. A little cough and my runny nose sniffling. But that's okay, because it's time to talk SEO. It's Chris and Chuck, and we back, man. Here we go. Here we go, yeah, 315. 315. Yeah.